we have skills. The skills are needed. Talents are useful. But talents don't count. You can't let them be fallow. You have to use them. Welcome to Manage This, the podcast by project managers for project managers. Every two weeks, we meet to discuss what really matters to you as a professional project manager. It's a time we set aside to offer some expertise and advice from some of our fellow professionals in the field. We let them tell their stories in the hopes that you'll be encouraged and challenged in your own sphere of influence. I'm your host, Nick Walker, and with me is our chief influencer, Bill Yates. And Bill, I'm looking forward to hearing what our guests have to say about a subject that's become increasingly on my radar, and that is volunteering, which, as you and I have talked about, addresses a common problem. Right. The common problem, not-for-profits often have a compelling vision, but those leaders need help planning and executing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I'm really interested in seeing what our guests have to say about that. And we have two guests to help us in the studio today. We're going to talk about an organization that provides opportunities for project management professionals to participate in community volunteering. Our first guest is Jay Kendall Lott. Kendall is the CEO president of Empowered Strategies Incorporated, a change management consulting firm in Washington, D.C., supporting organizations in public service. He's the executive director of the Project Management Day of Service, the chairman of the board of the PM for Change nonprofit organization, and the host and producer of the PM Point of View podcast. Kendall, thanks so much for joining us here on Manage This today. Glad to be here. Tell us a little bit about yourself to get us started here and, and why volunteering is such a passion for you. Huh. That is a super good question. Uh, I think what brought me here that's related to that is I am a returned Peace Corps volunteer back in the oh. 80s. So I, I got started in public service through uh, the graces of the federal government. And I greatly appreciate the taxpayers that make that program possible. <laughs> I think it's good for the country and it's good for me. It was a chance to get kind of involved. Uh, I, and I really enjoyed it. One of my other pieces later was when I wanted to become a project manager and realized there was a whole institute around it with chapters. I needed to kind of get out and get to meet people. So I did it for a very personal reason. I think that's where we get a lot of volunteers. You got to have your own hook for something, right? Mm -hmm. And I realized I needed to meet people. So I uh, I showed up at the Washington, D.C. chapter, PMIWDC, my home chapter, uh, and uh they had, frankly, they had a disaster at the registration desk. <laughs> so me being Kendall, I showed up and said, what? This is like the biggest chapter and this is the, all these project managers and they can't run a registration <laughs> desk. And I raised my voice. So we know what happened then. Uh -uh. They're like, congratulations, you just you volunteered to solve that. And uh, <laughs> I got to participate and learn to keep my mouth shut. No, I learned, to, I learned to help out and I really enjoyed engaging with other professionals. So that was a, a bit of a twist on the volunteer environment, right? Hmm. And, I, and I volunteered for the chapter for about 15 years and ended up on the board and eventually became the um, vice chair or the COO for a year and uh, then eventually the CEO and that's how I kind of got started in engaging with professionals in a context of volunteerism. PM for Change. What is that? Yeah. So that's a nonprofit all-volunteer founded by three of us, uh, Laura Bernard and Mike Hannon and myself, um, after we had done a major event, a PM Day of Service, a PIMDOS as we call them. And uh, we founded this nonprofit because we realized we wanted to have the event that we had worked on and probably can talk a little bit about in, in D.C. We thought other 
chapters and other communities might want to engage with the particular take we had on service and volunteerism. So we needed a, a nonprofit that could that could really drive the the unbounded potential of project management to have positive impact in our communities because we saw basically we're market makers. We saw a gap between the supply and demand for project management discipline, project management uh, skills and value. So that's why we founded it as a way of connecting and helping to get other local communities started on their own days of service or their own interaction, connecting project managers uh, to nonprofits in their community. Kendall, one of the things that is interesting to me with this is something I've experienced, I think probably all of us in the room have. Many times a leader of a not-for-profit has a real passion and a real vision. They need help planning and executing. Is that what really led into you finding that gap where project managers can fit in and provide that planning and executing? Yeah, what we what actually happened, it was um, literally on the road and it was on road to Damascus. In this case, it was commute to DC uh, uh-huh. moment. And I had to pull over because I realized what I was trying to do is a, I was actually the president of the chapter, the chapter chair. And I was trying to figure about how to get people to be stickier with the chapter, mm-hmm. better membership. Right. And it got me thinking, what do project managers want? And then what do project managers do? And as I started toying with what do they do, they bring order out of chaos. They start working. Uh, they they do things on behalf of others, right? There's an executive. They're producing value and output for other people. As I kind of just plotted through that in my head, I realized they manage scarcity. Mm. That's what the Iron Triangle is about. They manage scarcity. And then boom. So who deals with scarcity? Nonprofits live in this constant state of not enoughness. Right. Not enough mm. skills, not enough staff, not enough money. And they need that organized. So you've got a group of managers, nonprofit managers, who live in this world of insufficiency. So nonprofit managers know what their mission is, right, how to deliver to it. But project managers bring a professional trained approach, an ethical approach even, to managing scarcity, right, and getting things done on time with not a lot. And so it was, you know, to me it was chocolate and peanut butter, two great flavors, one great candy, right? (laughs) I mean, it was like, put these two people together in a room. Mm -hmm. And so we launched our first thing for that reason. And the other part to that that was interesting, which you just said about planning and execution, is the role that project managers play as volunteers. Mm. And what struck me as more important for creating member engagement and was that it's the skills. It's skills-based volunteering, which I thought I had invented, found out it was a movement that had happened <laughs> 10 years before. But it's skills-based volunteering. Project managers can bring their power directly to a nonprofit you know, organization. So talk more about that. That's what's different in this. And there's the twist is you're really tapping into the special skills of a project manager. Yeah. This isn't just show up with a hammer in your gloves for a day. You're going to get a T-shirt and feel good about helping out with something. You're going to use what you do on a daily basis to help other other organizations. So currently, PM for Change is helping to sponsor and brand PM Days of Service, which are one-day, single-day, done-in-a-day events. Now, we would like to see continuous value delivery over time, but that takes a lot of volunteer effort. Mm-hmm. But in those one-day things for the day, project managers are called to come and share scoping and sometimes strategy and sometimes some risk discussions. Okay. And it's so powerful. So when they're done, we get the nonprofits 
literally people with tears in their eyes saying, I had no idea there mm. were professionals in this space. Like people mm. train for this. Yeah. And then the project managers come over and shake my hand and they're like, I had no idea people wanted this. Like mm-hmm. I know my, you know, my company pays me for it, mm-hmm. but like the animal shelter, the, the, the county library, the, 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 the various different foundations and, and nonprofits, they're desperate for this. I mm. had no idea this was so valuable. Mm. And we're just so happy when that happens, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so walk me through some of the specifics for if the project manager signs up and says, yeah, I want to help out with this project management day of service. Oh. What would be, let's say I'm, I, I check the box, I respond to the email, whatever. And then what expectation do I have for that day? Is it I'm, only, I'm going to be introduced to the organization that day? And I'm going to help scope and, and do some planning. And then I walk, you know, I shake hands, walk away, and that's it? Or what's the what's the commitment? Yeah, that's what we found uh, happens. We would like to have more sustained interaction over time. But mm-hmm. frankly, that would be a different program. We have developed that program working with Points of Light, mm-hmm. which is a great foundation for engaging volunteers with other nonprofits to right. build their capacity. But they basically come and we put about three project managers. It can be up to five around one nonprofit manager. Huh. And we have like a facilitator, timekeeper and all. But they're all facilitating with the nonprofit to help them think through. So what is it you think you're doing? You know, it's scope, right? <laughs> yeah. What's in, what's out? What are the milestones? Oh, yeah. so this means when this will really happen. Well, we have to get it done by August. Well, based on what you just told me, that's not going to happen, right? <laughs> and, then, and there's that, that moment of, oh, there's math behind this. You know, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's simple right. in a way, but it's 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 also complicated, right? Yeah. So typically uh, now for all of those of you that are PMP certified, mm-hmm. what we're also saying is there's about six PDUs involved with okay. this, which is always happiness, right, <laughs> uh, for ours. But they tend to run about uh, five hours. You know, there's some, there's some speechifying that goes on a little bit. Mm-hmm. And ours, as is Selena's, is housed at a university. So ours is with the University of Maryland okay. um, at the uh, – the Clark School of Engineering with uh, so you John have a Cables. Facility. You have yeah, a facility we have one them, Project Management Center for Excellence. They give you coffee. Well, they don't give coffee, but they do give space. <laughs> uh, we have coffee. to get sponsors. So the magic mix for us in the DC environment is getting someone. You create a core team. Mm-hmm. The PEMDAS has to have a core team of dedicated volunteers themselves, right? And they're running a project. They start from now and they go through the event time, right? And what they're doing is they got to find the nonprofits. And you have to make sure that they have some sense of a project they could bring to bear. You have to find the project managers. We do try and align them um, to make sure there's a mix of senior and junior. And also, if people have an interest, for example, in veterans, yeah, if sure. there's a veterans nonprofit, we can connect them. Mm-hmm. So you have to line up your project managers. For us, about a three-to-one ratio. You often – it's an opportunity to have sponsors, people that want to – have things to sell or show to nonprofits or to recruit like a local chapter to recruit project managers um, and companies that want to be seen. They may want to bring, in our case, they may want to bring 10 of their own employees. So they, they want to be seen showing their community support. So you've got to get the venue. So it's basically venue, nonprofits, project managers, and sponsors mm-hmm. have to be brought together under someone like Selena who can help drive all of that. Mm-hmm. And I will say in terms of where these have happened, in D.C., we've had them five years in a row. Our very first one – the Secretary of Commerce came and gave the keynote because wow. we put 500 project managers in a room with 100 nonprofits. That's fantastic. We've since figured out that that's not the best way to go, <laughs> that smaller and more manageable is good. But we've had them in uh, New York, Hampton Roads, St. Louis, San Francisco, Atlanta, about to have Atlanta Part 2, Poland, hmm. Australia, England. And I've just in the last couple of weeks been engaged to see them coming up in Keystone Chapter in Pennsylvania, Toronto, 
Bermuda has called me and New York has called back. So we're around. That's fantastic. What support does your organization provide? Templates, guidelines, here's your open the box and everything's included. How do you guys support that? Yeah, the dreams are bigger than the reality on that, but we do have a reality there. Um, We have the brand, we have the logo, we have the 501c3 status uh, maintained in the Commonwealth of Virginia. And so we offer a playbook, uh, licensing uh, interaction, Mm -hmm. and a kind of a guide about how to get started. Uh, Some templates that have to be modified, as Selena just found out. (laughs) For your local one, Uh, because I maintain a a standard set of, we have a standard group of volunteers that are communications and outreach that we're trying to maintain at the PM for change level to provide that to chapters. All right, I want to pull back and ask the question from the perspective of a project manager. Again, so here I am, I'm checking my email and I get something, let's say it's from my local chapter. It could be from someone who's reached out and said, hey, there's a project management day of service. Um... Before, again, before I respond, I want to know, you know, okay, what's in it for me? And then, so what are the benefits to the individual? Plus, what is the commitment? Because here's here's what is in the back of my evil head. Mm. You know, I bet they're really trying to get me to latch on to a not-for-profit and kind of become their um, their servant for the next 6, 9, 12 months, giving them free project management service. <laughs> so dispel those myths. In part, we would like to create that and continue sure. trying to delivery. But I want to be clear in our events, our done in the day, it's absolutely not that. What we have found in reality on the WIFM, what's in it for me, right? We're always after that. PDUs. Did I mention PDUs? Yeah, there's yeah. PDUs. Yeah. Yeah. We need okay. 60 every but three years. Here's, here's what actually happens. We handle the hard things. We are between the rock and the hard place. That's what we do. We manage scarcity on behalf of others to produce outputs for others. That screams service. It turns out so many project managers would love to do service. They come to an association to participate. We all want to help our communities. But no one's ever asked them, to use their brains, the mm-hmm. scope. Okay, not no one. It is uncommon to be asked, I just want you for your brains. Right. I want you mm-hmm. in here today thinking about how to help someone very specific. And it's easy to say, help your community. Mm-hmm. What what we're doing, what Selena's doing, is connecting specific organizations that are already dedicated to the community, mm-hmm. right, to the project managers. Our tagline at the time was, we serve those who serve others. Mm-hmm. We're delivering what project management can be. We're only about the project management, right? So you come in and that little dabble, do you? That little bit of project management goes a long way to get started. Yes, we would like to do more. Yes, I'm talking to PM for Change people. I say our theme is CEO, cheap, easy, and often. We've got to get away from the DC model. Uh, Selena has a better model. San Francisco had a better model. St. Louis does. But there's variations in your community. But the key is project managers, what they get out of it is, is a sense of service, volunteerism, that is applicable directly to the skills that they spend all this time learning and training yeah, in, right? right? And it's so hard at work sometimes. But here yeah. you see joy. Yeah, yeah. And, and you you can see the the benefits. I'm thinking also there's probably the benefit of just the networking aspect. If I'm a project manager and I'm going to give my time to this effort, I'm probably meeting other people in the community that I've not met otherwise Mm -hmm. who have a similar passion, Mm -hmm. um, either for service or for uh, using the skill set they have somewhere outside of work. And uh, so I imagine the networking is beneficial. Yes, and you're hitting on the broader issue that I also like to really try and convey to people. There's a value in volunteering 
to you as a person in and of yourself, besides a concept of some moral issue or some relationship to your community. It is a chance for you to exercise a skill that maybe you don't get paid for at work. Maybe you're the risk manager, but you know a lot about project management. And you know, of course, you can do scope in your sleep, right? So you have a chance to flex your own professional skill and adaptation, Mm -hmm. adaptability, in other ways, that's one. And two, you do meet other people. The bottom line is, is we all have to network. And we think of network mm-hmm. as showing up white wine in one hand and business card in the other one. No. Networking is mm-hmm. doing podcasts. Networking is meeting professionals who are dedicated to the same types of issues that you're interested in, but who are different kinds of people, right? That you meet people that are different than you. Mm-hmm. You're putting lots of people with a chance to meet people they don't normally meet or particularly if you're junior, a more senior person. I mean, there's networking that happens. There's jobs that can happen. And we had a really great one this year. We had a person come back and testify, okay. witness. Hmm. She had joined a nonprofit the year before, right before they came to our event. She walked into a room, actually looking for a different nonprofit, walked onto a floor. And when she got there, she was kind of lost. So this other person from the Asia Foundation pulled her over and said, oh, you're looking to volunteer? Come and join me. (laughs) And by the way, I'm going to this event with these project managers. I don't know what that's all about in a week or something like that, right? So she brings her here. So they enjoyed doing their project, et cetera, et cetera. So this uh, this woman had described herself as new to the country, uh, had had been fairly new and was a professional. A year later, she's back testifying here, telling us about it. In that time, she got so turned on by project management, she went and got her PMP, mm-hmm. now has this huge job doing wonderful things, of course, still very connected to her mm-hmm. uh, nonprofit wow. and, the, and the leader of the nonprofit. So there's literally a chance to learn and grow that we see. You have to go back and back and back. You have to keep going back at it. But there is a personal reason to volunteer that's about your own development as a professional through networking, through skills, through flexibility – and through from your own personal sense of value and output that you can – outcomes that you can help drive. Yeah. All right. We've been referencing the fact that there is another person we in the room we got to get her here. in here. Yeah. yeah. She's rocking it. <laughs> Selena Buchanan. So let's meet Selena. Selena Buchanan, MBA, is an executive board member of the PMI Atlanta chapter. She has a graduate certificate in project management in addition to project management certification. Selena is a professor at Ohio Christian University, where she focuses on general business administration education in areas such as marketing and management, global business environment. Selena was the principal driver of the 2018 Atlanta Project Management Day of Service and is driving the 2019 event as well. Selena, tell us a little bit about launching this, this PM Day of Service here locally. What was your motivation to be a part of this? Um, actually, I've worked in the business community grassroots since about the age of 12. So there was no, it was easy for me to want to do the concept, but also as a proprietor, I was struggling with um, having staff members to actually finish out a particular project. So I happened to be talking to Mr. Robinson uh, about the problems that I was enduring. He said, listen, let me introduce you to this gentleman here. You two may be able to work together. He introduced me to Mr. Mike Hanna. And after speaking with Mike, he just told me the information about the Project McDonough Service, which I was interested in. But what I had to do was figure out what type of concept I could use from what he was giving me and present it to the board. So as I sat back, being a member of the PMI Atlanta chapter, which was also one of the first questions I asked at the time I became a volunteer, what are you doing for the community? Mm-hmm. 
and people would say, well, we've talked about it. We've discussed it. <laughs> I said, okay. So I asked again to another person. He said, well, Selena, what are you planning on doing? <laughs> okay. Sounds like Kendall, you, <laughs> exactly. you found yourself a job. <laughs> so it was more um, interesting, though. <laughs> <laughs> he allowed me to, um, I presented the information to him and told him how we could take this particular concept and not only use our study groups, we could use the mentor-mentee programs. We're already special interest chapters, so therefore the project managers based on our forms could be tied with the nonprofit organizations what their needs are. So he said, okay, okay, I, I got that. I'll say we took it to the board and the board said, okay. So that's how we launched the 2018. Now to begin with, we started with about, we said we we're going to keep it small. They wanted to do a test. They gave me a small budget of $3,500 and we were going to do 20 nonprofit organizations. Um, again, we were dealing with staffing, which is common because when you're a volunteer, you already volunteer in a particular area. And then to ask the volunteers from the chapter to also volunteer on a special project is, uh, mm-hmm. is, is difficult yeah. and it's hard. So as it came, as we were moving along, it was Melody and I pretty much putting the project together. But we went ahead and persevered and pushed through the day of service. Looked like everybody from the chapter showed up to show support, huh. which was mm-hmm. very enlightening, very happy. We were truly excited. We had different project managers come in and say, listen, I know I wasn't allowed to register, which is one of the downsides. Mm-hmm. Everybody's a project manager cannot participate. Of course, we're doing 70 nonprofit organizations, but still that leaves us with about 140, maybe 200 project managers. Mm-hmm. But you have about 5,000 who want to participate. You wow. can, yeah, the project managers are really, really interested. Yep, you can line them up. Exactly. You can line them up. So that was kind Kind of difficult, and um, she was saying, "But listen, I brought my lunch." And it was Deborah. She said, "I brought no, my lunch. No. <laughs> can I just stay?" I said, "Deborah, yeah. by all means, you can stay. This is the atrium. Here's a place that you can be and just network with everybody." Well, guess what? We had a project manager who could not make it, which is okay. you know, it's a juggling act all to the end. Exactly. So I said, "Listen, bring your lunch, put it to the table." <laughs> so that particular event turned out. <sighs> Just awesome. Just totally awesome. The tone was set. The chapter was excited. They understood. And we were at Georgia Tech. A Georgia State student came to me, um, Rahelia Angel, and she said, Selena, why are you doing all the work? She said, we are the students. We need to be doing the work. I said, this is the whole point. It's for the students. Mm. I said, so the fact that if you're going to help, then yes, we can do this again next year. So as an honor student for Georgia State University, she went and got about 10 different other students to help. So not only are we increasing membership with Georgia State students, they're also now trying to get their PMP. They're also people uh, affiliated with the mentor-mentee program with the study group. So now it's been a every facet that we were trying to target is actually coming mm-hmm. into full circle. Ta- Selena, the mentor-mentee program. So are you guys taking students, in this case from Georgia State University, and pairing them up with project managers from the chapter that are that are well, helping. Well, actually, to begin with, we were taking volunteers or uh, chapter members who wanted to be a project manager and matching them up. Just so happened that was already in place. Now we're adding the Georgia State students into okay. it, mm-hmm. and we're also considering doing. Um, a membership directly from Georgia State. So that's also in a discussion now. And this is one of the cool things we're seeing from a PM for Change perspective. Uh, Selena now has joined our organization as an impact director. That means she's in charge of Atlanta, the Atlanta footprint. She's the local she, rep. She's the local rep with me on my leadership team now, right? And so, but the key is the variation. Communities, It's a you meet people where they are. Communities exactly. 
the nonprofits themselves service communities differently, and then how project managers need to interact with their community and their chapter can be very different. You just hit another chapter benefit for all you board members out there. Engagement, stickiness is what I was after. You're after the fact that the programs that you have could be connected to potential students who actually become chapter members and are integrated, right? Exactly, yes. And then you've got them doing the work there. It can vary by every community, Mm -hmm. how corporations are involved, how universities are involved, and how the chapter is involved. And exactly. you've, you've nailed a, just a great model exactly. here. And it allows the students to get their volunteer hours in that they need in order to take their PMP. They're, and they also get to work at the table with the nonprofit and the senior project managers to get that hands-on experience right along with them. Okay, so they are there. They're in the action. Mm-hmm. They're seeing oh, that happen. Oh, yes. Once, once we nice. start, they're allowed to go sit at the table with their mm-hmm. choice of nonprofit and actually be a part <laughs> of that team. And they bring so much value to the table. Mm-hmm. Oh, so much value. Ready Nick, I was just up. thinking, you should ask Selena when uh, the next event's going to be for the PMI Atlanta chapter. I'm glad you asked me that question. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming up, isn't it? Yes. It's going to be soon, yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> when, is, when is that going to be? For the Project Manager Day of Service, that's going to be on May 4th at Georgia State University, 55 Gilmore Street, um, this coming year, May 4th. How do they sign up? They can go to the PMIAtlanta.org slash PM Day of Service 2019 and register there. They can also go to the PMI Atlanta chapter and go under events. Right. And to connect with us, we have pmforchange.org, pm4change, uh, the number four, dot org. And uh, there's a chance to send a note in for the global email address, or you can get to me, Kendall.lot, mm-hmm. there. Um, we can also connect back there. One of the things that we love talking about are lessons learned and mm-hmm. Kaizen. Yeah. And I, you know, here we are with both ends of this. It's like, okay, now with Selena, we have someone who's executed in a local, using a, through a local chapter. Tell me about the feedback that you guys have. And I know you guys are tight. You know, I can see the friendship and the, there's a deep relationship there in terms of the communication that you have on the aspects. How does that work? And and how are you guys taking those lessons learned and improving the the process going forward. That's something that I owe from the leadership perspective of PM for Change, working with that team to try and bring some, we're, we've been so focused on the events, we've had trouble in, in some sense, or we're slower in pulling the institution together. However, we have started on this. And what Selena has actually brought to the table is the interaction with the college mm-hmm. in a, not just a venue setting, but the students being engaged in the execution of the project itself as part of her core team. And I think that's a huge lesson to everyone mm-hmm. out, out in the space. Um, and I think we'll, we've, we've done some run-of-the-day lessons as well. What was the flow of the day going to look like? You mm-hmm. and I were actually just on the phone in LinkedIn recently, uh, right. yesterday and the day before, about how do you handle speakers. Uh, one of the things we found, for example, in D.C., it being D.C., lots of speakers, stacked-up speakers. Oh, sure. Right? Yes. So you, yes. we had commerce, and then we had the major corporate donors speak, and then we had the venue plan. And the project managers were a little antsy, but the nonprofits were like, we're here to get things done right. get rid of all right. these so slowly we five years later we still have one but we mostly have them speaking about themselves at the end we have them kind of telling what they got out of the day at the end okay so i pass that along be careful with the speakers we love people in right. suits and ties up talking mm-hmm. but the participants don't what did i don't know what you experienced um well actually that was one of our same experience. So this particular year, what we're doing is actually just having a panel of speakers. Rather than doing a big speaker in the oh, beginning, nice we're just going to do a simple welcome. Um, and then from there, we'll go into instruction of what you're going to be doing and what to expect that day. Then we'll go ahead and get started into the scope. Then we'll come back and then actually have a panel of speakers uh, answer questions based on 
whatever information may have came up. Mm-hmm. And to answer your question a little more directly as well, so at PM for Change, that's that's the part we can offer is I want to connect all of my impact directors around frequently asked questions. Perfect. And also, now that I have a couple of them have experienced it one or more times as we move into 19 and 20, mm-hmm. will be for them to share that directly. Mm-hmm. But the key is, what did you experience and how, and how can somebody else do that? So if somebody wants to connect, you Get your chapter on board if you can. Get a core team because you're going to have a core team in your case with students. Get in contact with us. And what we can help you with is the playbook on how to get started. Again, Mm -hmm. the brand, the the website that shows the videos of the past and the pictures from the Mm -hmm. past. And we get them from all our different local chapters that are doing this, local Mm -hmm. event drivers. But I'm going to connect them to other impact directors so that they can answer questions about the reality of their situation. We can help you get started. Mm -hmm. Because what I found for myself is we have skills. The skills are needed. The talents are useful. But talents don't count. You can't let them be fallow. You have to use them. And my decision, I mean, I announced mine standing up on a bar at a chapter. And I said, I will not pass this way without providing my talents to my community. There's Mm -hmm. no way I cannot do this. Mm -hmm. You must do something to provide value. Mm -hmm. I I can hear that passion. That's great. Can you guys share a success story or a testimony from the nonprofit's perspective or even from the PM's perspective who've helped out? Okay, from the nonprofit perspective, um, there was Tiffany Mormon. Actually, she brought a team about five different of her staff members to the organization, and she actually had three different projects. For one, one of her projects, uh, they were buying a VFW building. And they wanted to take that building and restructure it and get it ready for service. So they had bought a building. Also, they had a book called the Triple Nichols book they wanted to turn into a movies. So hmm. that allowed me to go get the entertainment form, which is a part of the special interest team, and help them plan a strategic plan to actually take that book into a movie. So that was one set. Then in addition, they had another set of project managers working with that same team, getting the VFW into perspective. So what feedback I've received from them is the some of the project managers were willing to keep in touch with them afterwards just to see how yep. things went. So that's mm-hmm. a choice. It's a personal choice. And a lot of times the project managers were so interested, you know, let me know. Let's keep in touch. Sure. Let, let me know how it, hurts, it turns out. So that was a benefit. Yeah, I mean, from our perspective, I'm um, just adding up over the five years, and you, as Velocity teach, you'll know this, seats training, like it yes. may be the same person over and over again. So we've done about 1,300 seats project management, right, out of D.C. And if I look across the other nine or so that have happened now around the world, uh, we're up over 2,000 times, 2,000 project managers, although that may be the same person, mm-hmm. have done this. We get a lot of return nonprofits, and we get a lot of return project managers, and Mm -hmm. then they go and they speak about it somewhere else, and people do it. The project managers, as you say, get to choose to follow one if they want, but mostly they come in and they feel that they got it done. Mm -hmm. It's sometimes there's getting it only a done in a day thing is not enough, and Mm -hmm. I get it. We Mm want to do more. But on the other hand, one of the powers of project management is it is a unique product or service on time. And right. so they get it, mm-hmm. you said mm-hmm. it, they get it done in the day. There's actually exactly. a value to that. Mm-hmm. Kendall, we mentioned that you have your own podcast. Uh, tell us a little bit about that. Well, in the relationship to, again, being a chapter member, a chapter leader, uh, in, the, in the chapter chair, trying to figure out ways to help increase stickiness. And I realized that we needed to do podcasts back in 2014 when I was doing all this. It was common, but not so common in the project management space at that time. So I launched out of the chapter and continue to maintain it as an REP now uh, with the chapter sponsorship on it is PM Point of View. 
PM point of view. It's on all your podcatchers. You'll find it on all the podcatchers. And it's on the projectmanagement.com portal with PMI as well. And uh, it's a chance to look at both. It's not a training podcast. It's similar to yours with guests uh, to discuss topics in project management or topics not in project management, but there's a project management point of view. (laughs) So for example... A vintner. I went out to a you know to a wine uh, area and talked about how that's a project. A wedding planner, for example, but also in security and intelligence, uh, and uh, talking in various topics that people might want to see a project management point of view. It comes out monthly, and it's free, and it's a one hour long because you get a PDU at the end of it. Did I mention the PDUs? Yes, because that's the coin in trade for us, isn't it? Absolutely. We just thank you so much, Selena and Kendall, for being with us here and and sharing all of this. One more time, just want to be able to direct folks to uh, more information. It's pm4change.org. Is that? That's correct. PM, the number four, the word change.org. Correct. All right. And we have a gift for you. These Manage This Coffee mugs sitting right here in front of you. Thank you very much. That is uh, our thanks to you for being here with us. We just appreciate your time so much. I came for the mug. I've been listening to your podcast. (laughs) Bill, volunteering is something close to the heart of us here at Velociteach. Absolutely. Community service is actually one of five core values that we have, and we give 5% of our pay time back to community service. I remember, um, you recall a prior conversation that we've had with uh, Roger Duke. Uh, Roger was a, uh, a chapter leader for the Augusta chapter, and uh, we talked with him about Project Gratitude. That was the project where they mm-hmm. were taking the volunteers from that PMI chapter in Augusta and reaching out to those transitioning military veterans and really supporting them in a special way. So this is a topic that we just love to talk about. And obviously, this was a great way to do this today, bringing in this organization. A special message now for our listeners. A reminder that by listening to this podcast, you did just earn some PDUs, professional development units, toward renewing your project management certifications. To claim them, go to Velociteach.com and choose Manage This Podcast from the top of the page. Click the button that says Claim PDUs and click through the steps. That's it for us here at Manage This. We hope you'll tune back in on May 7th for our next podcast. In the meantime, we'd love to have you visit us at velocityteach.com slash manage this to subscribe to this podcast, to see a transcript of the show, or to contact us. And you can always tweet us at manage underscore this if you have any questions about our podcasts or about project management certifications. That's all for this episode. Thanks for joining us. Until next time, keep calm and manage this.